Welcome to Doom Scroll. I'm Lisa Curry. Hey, and I'm Matthew Sheffield. And today we're joined by Lance Aximet. He is an associate editor uh, with uh, me here at Flux. So great to have you here today, Lance. Excited to be here on my very premiere on Doom Scroll. I'm excited. Oh yeah, that's uh, good. To, <laughs> yeah. It's good to have you. We are. I was listening to the news this morning, and it's uh, it's actually really funny to me this whole Speaker of the House debacle because it's just it oh, just man. keeps going. It's so dumb. I feel like the the Girl Scouts are more organized. Like any random group of people on the street will choose a leader more quickly <laughs> than they have. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like the the world's worst reality dating show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what if, this is. If it was filmed um, better, it might be the world's best dating show. I don't know. This is true. <laughs> if we could set up cameras, I could really get into this. Uh, <laughs> I want, yeah, I want to see the the shouting matches and and the fisticuffs. Hopefully, hopefully there are some. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess as the as we're taping this right now on. Tuesday, the Republicans in the House just, they finished, I think it was like five or six rounds of voting, secret voting, and they had eight different candidates running to be the speaker. And in the end, this guy named Tom Emmer, who is from Minnesota, he came out on top just barely, like the, seems like the, almost the absolute minimum that they needed of the votes. And so now they're going to put him up to be the speaker again. The third contestant is going to get try to his his chance at the at the fecal covered rose. <laughs> I was really disappointed that Gary Palmer didn't make it because he just released his Palmer principles on Twitter <laughs> just the other day, and they're pretty much just a recipe for how to make gridlock even worse. And it's fantastic. His, his pinned tweet on Twitter is still from uh, January about how gas stoves are, is fascism, or like trying to get rid of gas stoves is fascism. He, he was my favorite. Listen, I I don't know that it's fascism, but I don't want people to get rid of gas stove. Anyone that like prefers an electric stove, I know this is a total aside, but anyone that prefers an electric stove, I'm like, oh, you can't cook. You don't know how to cook because they just don't cook as well. The temperature's fucked up. Anyone ever so, try to use a wok on an electric stove? It just doesn't work. A good stir fry needs a flame. So yeah. I guess I'm siding with the with Gary Palmer on this one. That's, it wasn't I'm one like, of its principles, but it should have been. Yeah, yeah. I'm going down with the boomers on this one. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess you're, you're hating on the George Foreman grill. That's a boomer thing too, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's right. too small. What do you get? Two chicken breasts on there? I, I'm trying to again. You're trying to cook a meal for people. This is mm. well. You know, see, Hulk, I, I I'm not trying to like people. Yeah. Don't want to <laughs> you know, Hulk Hogan actually passed on the George Foreman. Yeah, girl. it was pitched to him first, and he he was like, Nah, no, nah, I've got some weird Stretch Armstrong character coming my way. I'm going. I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> also, the intensity of his energy, I feel like, is a little weird for like healthy grilled chicken. <laughs> It seems funny that well, most of the yeah. millennials seem to be introduced to Foreman not from boxing but through his grill. Like I didn't know he was I didn't know he was a boxer when I first when I first heard about George Foreman. Yeah, because it was like what were we like in elementary school when it came out? Yeah. It's not like I had been into boxing. Well, I was into yeah. paninis, so yeah. yeah. Well, and actually that that reminds me. I saw a story the other day about how this woman was writing how her her Gen Alpha daughter thinks that Nirvana is a clothing brand. I mean, and I was like, God oh bless. man, that's making me feel old there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> because so, like if you go into Target, it is the mm-hmm. case like they do have shirts that that say Nirvana on them. Mm-hmm. And it's like these t-shirt companies have recycled a bunch of defunct 90s bands mm-hmm. and put them on shirts just as a way to make cheap money. But apparently they're very popular, these Nirvana shirts. I had no idea. <laughs> no, it's like the the current trend of nostalgia. It, the it, it's got it's a little depressing in a way, but like I, I teach eighth grade, all my kids have like T-shirts from bands and like troll dolls, things that haven't been around for forever. But like all of them haven't. They couldn't name a single anything about any of these things. They of do course. think they're just yeah. It's just the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So apparently, well. just to bring it back really quick, I guess Republicans are now having it says a series of. Uh, secret vote. They require a majority of the Republicans to go forward Mm -hmm. on this, but they're also against majority voting for normal people for regular elections. Like they're fine not having the majority. In fact, they're kind of against it. Yeah. Forget (laughs) majority. They're against uh, voting, just voting in general. They just want to with him and whomever else they choose. I'm waiting yeah. for someone to put forward a, a bill to gerrymander the house. I feel like that's probably the next step. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some states get more votes than others. There you go. <laughs> but you know what? It is giving me an, I, I have to wonder if it's giving Trump an idea of doing a contest to make who will be his vice presidential running mate. <laughs> uh, I, I, they should probably turn it into a TV show. I think that would be ideal. Just the next step. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he goes forward and tries to not have a running mate, like I wouldn't be surprised if he proposes that, like, it's just going to be me. I'm so powerful and I'm so good (laughs) that I don't even need a vice president because he doesn't know. He doesn't know any of the functions of any of the offices anyway. No. (laughs) And Carrie Lake actually said that. Sadly, Lisa, you actually you're joking, Lisa. (laughs) You think you're joking? No, these people are for real. (laughs) They're gonna blow some shofars, then Trump's gonna walk into the Oval Office, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, but yeah. So yeah, you know what? We're we're predicting the news here for everybody just in the next several months, just so that that that's why people listen to this show. (laughs) Let them know. Uh, but speaking of living in hell, though, the <laughs> people who are living in Israel and Palestine, man, that mess Oof. just keeps continuing and getting worse and worse. I don't want to step on this landmine, no. but it's it's awful. It's really awful. Yeah. And it's heartbreaking to see all innocent people. I do. I will. The one my one thought that I will say on here, it does feel like the immediate aftermath of 9-11 where, where some people are so bloodthirsty and it is, that's really scary to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there is a lot of that post 9-11 vibe. I I think one thing that's different, that definitely is how the, I don't know, the media and the administration is definitely presenting the post 9-11 feel, but I feel like there's a lot more, of the populace who like you saw just last night and the night before like tens of thousands of people out pro uh, pro Palestinian protests throughout like every major city. And that would not have happened like two days Mm -hmm. after seven days after months after nine 11. Yeah, no, no, I do appreciate that Biden acknowledged in some capacity. I'm not going to remember his exact wording, but that he acknowledged that like, Hey, we fucked up big time after nine 11. So let's take Mm -hmm. a beat and make a decision with a clear head. I mean, he didn't say that, but 
<laughs> he said it. He said it in his own fumbling way. <laughs> he said that I I fucked up after 9/11 because he was the whip, right? So he was yeah. the one that got all those votes mm-hmm. to go and invade Iraq. So like, yeah, you kind of Bush, fucked up yeah. There. yeah. It's just, yeah. it's just, it was like stunning to me that any president would even acknowledge that because I I feel like so many people in politics are like, yeah, no, that was the best decision with the information that we knew was bad when we had it. And it's like, no, it wasn't. Mm. Just say you fucked up. Just say you fucked up. Because yeah. <laughs> there were plenty of people who were against <laughs> it. And and I personally fucked up on that. So, hey, I'll say that too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, we all, um, I was younger, but yeah, definitely very much pro Iraq war when I was in high school because high school. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think the, there's another difference with this also, though, is that, and this is kind of showing some improvement as well that people are finally calling out Netanyahu for the prime minister of Israel because for kind of creating the circumstances that led to all this happening. I mean, he basically built a prison for a million people and he built the wall. Like that that's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like the the I, Trump supporters would always say, "Well, Israel has a wall. It's proof that walls work." Well, it's <laughs> They don't work. <laughs> Didn't really work. And and people in Israel are really mad at Netanyahu, who I think he's got sub poll. He has like a 29% approval rating. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, and I, I, nothing like that remotely happened after to George W. Bush after 9-11. So yeah. people so, uh, are actually least... trying to hold him accountable, which is good. Like he's going to, he's actually going to have to resign because he, he fucked this up so bad. I mean, I think he'll either resign or he'll do what people on the right tend to do, which is just like put on the gas, just go even harder in that direction to be like, no, I'm going to prove to you that this way works. But anyway, I guess another, another, some other people that have been very stupid lately, besides (laughs) the House Speaker vote, the House Republicans they came out with another bombshell, as they called it. And I saw it hyped on all the right-wing sites. I love it. it. We, ha- we have a bank record that shows that Joe Biden's brother wrote him a $200,000 check. And and it was and, and was it related to being bribed by China or Ukraine? <laughs> it must have been. We have it here, finally. I'm and so confused then, on what they were bribing him for, like in the theory. What is it again? That's well, a great but, question. <laughs> well, okay, so I don't know if they know. <laughs> I, well, that's the okay. So they don't actually know where the money came from to begin with. So, like when they were saying this, they didn't know. So, mm. supposedly, they believe that the governments of China and Ukraine and whoever else doesn't matter because it, it's made up. But they believe that the governments of China were bribing that these countries were bribing Joe Biden's brother Jim. And Hunter Biden, to and they that they were actually trying to pay Joe Biden in order to make policies that they wanted. Uh, oh, I thought it was because they had like the a treasure trove of unreleased Hunter Biden dick pics. I thought that was <laughs> what was happening. But, okay, no, that's yeah. that's just what Marjorie has so that she could send it out to her constituents later. That's <laughs> that's right. She's got a whole. She's probably got a whole room in her house filled with blown up dick. Yeah, she's I am not fetishing on this show. I am not fetishing <laughs> there. Not what I do. Marjorie's going to be handing out prints of his dick to trick or treaters this year. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, although Lance, you you found something that was remarkably similar to that a story that you sent me. You got to you got to tell the audience about this one. Yeah, almost, yeah. It is almost what you just said, Lisa. It was it was pretty it's pretty much the same thing. So like in well, I just saw it was in Virginia, Virginia. yeah. That's right. In Virginia, that they started sending out one of the representatives who's running for the Democratic Party. Her name is eluding me right now. I'll I'll look it up real quick. But she was on Chatterbait raising (laughs) funds that way with her husband, which Mm -hmm. also I I read a great article and explained the name Chatterbait like somebody wasn't sure like Chatterbait, a combination of chat and masturbate. It's like, oh, that's that's where they got the name. Okay, cool. But yeah, apparently their her her competition was sending out screenshots from the the chatterbait sessions to Republican voters, I guess. But this in time the mail, they, in the mail, in the mail. This time, this time they marked the envelopes with eighteen plus. Like it just says eighteen no, plus only all over doing? the envelopes. It's it's fantastic. It's like a Girls Gone Wild commercial, but in snail mail. <laughs> yeah, Susanna Gibson. That's that's who it yeah. was. Susanna Gibson. Yeah, that's... basically. I mean, I I it, that is just. It's it's it is shocking. Like it, I'm not shocked by a lot of things, but when I saw that, I was like, "What?" The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> literally sending pornography yep. to as a campaign as a campaign mail, <laughs> which might have like might have I don't know might have worked like 20 years ago or something. But your front runner mm-hmm. Donald Trump is like literally sleeping with porn stars, has a bunch of different wives. Like you, that's your guy. So like, yeah. what are you are you trying to like? boost her numbers i'm not sure if anything <laughs> send me good porn to get me to vote for your candidate yes. <laughs> i think you just certain. just flip it well, and work mine well, so but yeah the the republican l's god they just keep coming this week i it, like just so fast and, and it's only it is only tuesday as we're taping this so but it's just the the past couple of days three republican former lawyers for donald trump in his election lawsuit have now pleaded guilty in the in the criminal case against them in Georgia. Jenna Ellis today was became the latest one, and before that was Sidney Powell, and this other guy named Kenneth Chesbro, whose name, of course, should be pronounced Cheesebro. Um, it is the funniest that. name amongst. <laughs> I'm, I am I am voting to name him Kenneth Cheesebro, the God of Gouda, uh, uh, King Greer, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like I, I you have to, Trump has to be shitting his pants about all this stuff here. And it, it does make you wonder why I mean, I think why he's did... just generally shitting his pants and that yeah, has that'll well, do with okay. what's going yeah. on. Yeah. Well, more than normal than how much. But yeah, no, and so these three attorneys, they were the 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 pretty pretty high up the food chain. I mean, both 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 Jenna Ellis and uh, also Sidney Powell, they were there at that infamous Rudy Giuliani hair dye conference where they announced they were going to do all these lawsuits. And I just, I want to see Rudy flip. Like whatever, whatever happens to that guy, it's going to be so entertaining. I just, I'm waiting for it. I got, I have my popcorn. (laughs) Think that this man went from like America's mayor to head leaking, whatever is going on. (laughs) Standing in front of the four seasons lawn care center. Like how the, how the tables have turned. <laughs> it's also like, oh yeah. when you think about it, it's kind of damning of us that he was America's mayor in the first place. 
because it's like he just happened to be the mayor during 9-11 he didn't do anything and that's like the bar for us it's like that was like why bush got elected a second time it was like oh you were in office when 9-11 happened okay well you're probably cool (laughs) yeah but but rudy though he really is kind of like a one-man parable of the republican party the decline and fall of it because because he did he he had all these uh he prosecuted a lot of mafia people as a federal Mm -hmm. prosecutor and he he was on top of the world and people actually respected him although i've seen people say from from the inside that he was always kind of nuts and weird you just couldn't see it but nonetheless whatever it was like whether it's them becoming dumber or just people seeing how dumb they were whatever you want to call it i also uh, like at what point just going back to trump like where he's he's now claiming Sidney powell's never his lawyer mm -hmm. there's so i feel like we're still chalking it up to lies but i'm like i think his brain is going i mean i think there's some things that he's saying that he's either consciously or just he's either consciously lying or he just has started to believe his own lies and then i think there's other things where it's like oh i never even met that person where i think that he really thinks that because his brain is fucking toast i think this guy is done <laughs> yeah i mean I, that is just a symptom of the geritocracy i suppose you know we got <laughs> the geritocracy <laughs> we've got we got the oldest <laughs> And most unfortunate people running <laughs> our lives. So, yeah, it's awful. Well, yeah, but it, it, see, Trump is—he's like somebody who actually read that that book, the infamous book, The Secret. You remember that was so popular. If you like, Trump actually lives those ideas mm-hmm. in that book that you can manifest reality just by saying whatever the hell you want look i will say there was and it's worked to some degree for him right yeah (laughs) well and working in entertainment there was part of trump's presidency where i watched it and i was like oh what what am i doing i'm following all the rules i'm a fucking (laughs) idiot like jokes on me truly (laughs) like i should just start telling people like oh yeah no i have 15 Emmys and um, I'm touring theaters and just like make up all this stuff. And it's like, people don't know. They don't check. I've been given the wrong credits before just on accident. I'm like, I may as well (laughs) just run with it. What am I? Why do I have any shred of humility? (laughs) Bring lying on your resume to a whole new level. Yeah. Not even, not even exaggerating, just flat out (laughs) making up jobs. I mean, hell, that is what George Santos did. Although I, I think he's right. kind of proven there. There's a few <laughs> limits on how far you can go with that. <laughs> that is a movie I would watch. George, Sa- the like a biopic on George yes. Santos. That oh is God. something needs to be made. And I want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure somebody's working on it, but they probably don't want to release it until after he's in jail uh, <laughs> i mean he I, i've got a feeling he would probably sell his like life rights for like 30 bucks so Absolutely. i think that i think that any, it's got to be somewhere yeah probably so yeah but and i and i guess i mean but but speaking of life rights so you actually gave a perfect segue opportunity for our next story there lance and that is that so britney spears just came out with her memoir and it is like I keep seeing stories about it all over in every mm-hmm. TV mm-hmm. channel and website. 
it's like all the people just keep talking about it. And I, cause I guess she's somebody that people have watched for 20, 20 years, I guess. Right. Or is it 30 at this point? I don't want to feel too old. So I won't, <laughs> but, but yeah, like when, so there's just so many stories there and she, and people, and she decided that, and she was like, well, people are, they're, they're just taking this the wrong way. And I just wrote this stuff so I could, I, I actually, I don't know. She's like somebody I am always sympathetic to because yeah. she's just so normal, but also trapped in such weird circumstances. Yeah, I feel like she kind of has, I mean, if you see her Instagram now, she kind of has like, I think, arrested development from being trapped in that thing. But I remember years ago, she, there was some interview where somebody was, I don't remember what they asked her, but she was like talking about how much she liked Diet Pepsi. And the <laughs> internet was like, this fucking hillbilly. And it's like, guys, what? Yeah. Get a hold of yourself. It was just like everything about like, mm. to have been tortured from the inside by her dad who like made her get an IUD. And she was like, all I want is a family and I have money and I want to stop doing this. And to be trapped by your own parent is like that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my parents are assholes, but that's a new, that's a new level. I mean, I, I have so much sympathy for her because now she's like finally free in the world, but she's fucked up from it. Mm. Yeah. What, what can she do with it? Oh. Apparently but she yeah, can but... write about how small Justin Timberlake's penis is. Though, yes. So. <laughs> Good. He sucks. <laughs> he sucks so much. The, I honestly, I don't know. I, th why does he, I'm curious, does he, besides oh, the small penis, is the only thing after, I know about uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's not necessarily damning, but you know, she also released that, like, he broke up with her via text while she was shooting uh, a music oh, video, no. and I'm like, okay, that's not great, but mm -hmm. I think he mm -hmm. sucks because after the Super Bowl incident with the, with Janet Jackson, they had planned that episode where by the way her nipples not even showing it's covered it was just like a thing that he tore off Obvi yeah. obviously it was planned we all saw mm. that and after that she was pretty much blacklisted and he went out on the rounds ass kissing and only defending himself and saying it was an accident and i don't know what janet was thinking and just completely threw her under the bus and that, just asked this to all these execs and i'm like man fuck you that's a tiny dick move. Don't don't like yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and and he's the one that fucking did it. Like that, that pulled yeah. it off. Like okay, now whose whose fault is it? Fault, quote unquote. Uh, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's, but yeah, and 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 I mean, yeah. So I I think Britney Spears though it, she was in some ways kind of the prototype of living your life online person like yeah before really the internet <laughs> she was like that that's how that's how early on she was doing this stuff and and i and i think that, that people do feel they do feel some amount of sympathy and and mm -hmm. they want her to have something that she can do but i don't i don't, I don't know i mean what she'll probably yeah. have to get back into singing because i just i mean what else would she do yeah. i don't know yeah, I, don't know. I think she just has to recover that money because she's a good gajillionaire, but her dad just siphoned so much of it for himself that mm. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I, how do you get money back from somebody who's robbed you and spent it all and has no way of making that same amount of money? It's not like, what's mm. he going to work at fucking Sears? 
Sears doesn't even exist. I'm in my 90s. Uh, <laughs> Maybe she, she should get uh, together with like Dane Cook and they could talk about it. Yeah. Out. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No um, kidding. That's another fucked up. But she, yeah, she definitely that, needs she, a handler uh, for certain. If you watched her Instagram, like, yeah, she she needs somebody helping her out. Like, she not, she uh, needs mind- a real person that doesn't have terminal entertainment industry brain. Yeah. That's like, hey, girl, you look a little cuckoo, and <laughs> like, yes, be wild and free, and also. Why are you dancing with kitchen knives? Yeah, what's that about? <laughs> what's that about? Doesn't seem safe. Well, although technically they were fake knives, though. Just, oh, okay. Just, sure. just in her defense. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I really just, I would like another woman, because uh, I'm a little bit younger than Brittany. We're roughly the same age. I would like a, a woman our age who's a normal, non-entertainment industry person to be like, babe, you got to stop with the low-rise shorts like we left that (laughs) we left that a long time ago we're not doing that anymore like that's the number one thing that makes her look crazy is like the maiden (laughs) tops and the low-rise short shorts it's like that's if she had on the normal pair of jeans and a top you'd be like all right dancing with fake knives it's strange but (laughs) yeah yeah i mean she probably what she needs to do is just have one of those celebrity interview podcast feel good celebrity interview podcast this is me talking about hope or whatever insert positive adjective here like that's what she needs she somebody with a large set of producers yeah, 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 yeah that's right yes drew barrymore like she would do a better job of it because like now everybody doesn't like drew barrymore because she tried to fuck over yeah uh, people don't like drew barrymore anymore yeah. i am out of this circle I oh wait yeah because of the writer strike so like oh, a week before the writer strike was resolved and so dumb of her to do this at the last minute like this but she went forward and she was like crossing the picket line and like making and hiring scabs and making her show and she was like this is something i considered and i think we i i don't remember what she said exactly but it was some version of like I just need to do this for my staff meanwhile Mm. all the other like late night hosts were paying their staff out of their pockets and she's Mm -hmm been a millionaire since she was like four so it's like yeah. come on, she's richer true. than all of them and then <laughs> yeah. she got a bunch of backlash and then she and people were like protesting her show or picketing outside of her show and then she walked it back and then the writer's strike ended like four days later or something like comically short where it was like Oof. you just destroyed your whole <laughs> reputation for that and bill maher did the same exact yeah, thing yeah i was gonna say i think bill maher like, did yeah. that too yeah huh oh yeah cool. yeah so but yeah, it's anyway. But I guess so. I don't know. Do we need Tim Scott? I mean, it is Did funny. No one needs Tim Scott. I don't know <laughs> I, like, what kind of question that is, but no, nobody needs Tim no. Scott. Okay. Well, now we have to leave that in, Lance, because you had a good line there. <laughs> well, I mean, like, so, he, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no. Tell, you got to tell the story, Lisa. You, you roll this one. Or actually, let's have Lance tell the story. Yeah, what, what do you mean no one leads Tim, Tim Scott? Who, who is Tim Scott? I bet a lot of people have no idea who this guy oh, is. Oh, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Tim Scott, like, he was the presidential candidate, or hopeful, I suppose. Is he? Has he announced his, has he actually announced he wants, like, officially that he's going to run for presidency? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did. I, have, I, I knew he was planning on it, like, forever ago, but yeah. I never knew if he officially, yeah. He was the yeah. hopeful after, like, a lot of the donors were, like, yeah, DeSantis is really fucking up a lot. Like, he's the least charismatic person I've ever seen in my life. So a lot of the big donors are like, yeah, Tim Scott, that's our man. But it mm. seems like he's 
circling the drain right now. It it it's it doesn't look good for him for for certain. Yeah, he was like it 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 is so funny though seeing these Republican oligarchs just constantly flushing their money down the toilet. Yeah. Like I they 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 have have gotten out of paying their taxes, so at least they're losing mm-hmm. money this way. But yeah, it's just like they, they do. They have literally moved from from person to person mm-hmm. and they're all fucking doomed. Like none of these people are going to actually go after Trump in a hard way, in a meaningful Mm-mm. way. And, and and so they just 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 keep failing. And and I guess let's see, I mean at this point, I guess it seems like Nikki Haley is the current anti-Trump candidate of the moment among the Republican billionaire class. And and it's like, that's not going to work. And they can't no. even see it. Like, they <laughs> can't can't, like, who's going to vote for Nikki Haley? They can't sort no out that it's not vote. 2008 or nine. It's like, it's not like 25 mm-hmm. years ago or whatever. She would have been the ideal candidate for them. But like yeah. anymore, she doesn't stand a chance. <laughs> it is interesting though, like how like with Tim Scott and like all these other Republicans, Republicans who got to play like the anti-war trap, like a card during mm-hmm. the Ukraine, well, during because of the Ukraine crisis. Now with the Israeli situation, they're all like pro-war again. Suddenly all the like anti-war <laughs> yeah. thing is all like, where'd that go? It was like, no, no, this war, this war. We like this one. Like it's, yeah. it's nuts. Oh yeah, no. And that actually is a really important point because a lot of people who are kind of generally anti-war, they really got fooled by that shit. Mm-hmm. And it's, and they don't actually pay attention to what these people believe because, and, and now, but they're exposing it so much. And, and like these assholes want to go to war with Iran. Uh, is- I mean, that's what we were talking about at the top of this, where like, it does feel like post 9-11 in that way. It's also scary because I'm like, hey man, you're not just talking to people here. The whole world is mm-hmm. hearing an American politician say I want to go with war to war with Iran. And a lot of people aren't sorting out whether or not this person is really powerful or what they're doing. They're just hearing that this is what an American politician is up to. And it's I'm like, we don't sh- we don't need that. Please shut the fuck mm-hmm. up right now. <laughs> Please. Yeah, yeah. Just completely just repeating known like falsehoods just like constantly just because it fits what he wants to say yeah well i guess in other horror news but more fun horror news um, (laughs) yeah in a fun horrifying thing (laughs) that's right in a fun horrifying way there is it is of course halloween coming up and there's there we have got two Halloween stories here at the end here that that are fun and one of them is about the the creator of the of the Chucky horror doll franchise has <laughs> now formally said where the inspiration for Chucky came from and wasn't this already known? About, <laughs> I guess I, I I don't know. Nobody well, I knew garbage pail kids were like a reaction to Cabbage Patch Kids and that yeah. all was like the same time. And I have to say, I wasn't surprised at all yeah, when he no. said that it was Cabbage Patch Kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just thought everybody already knew that. Like looking at Chucky, it's like that's that's a Cabbage Patch Kid. 
Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> I still have my Cabbage Patch Kids that I had when I was a kid, and I was obsessed. And my brother, my older brother, Jim, had one. <laughs> oh, my. And he he got it and didn't like the name, and so he had my mom have the name legally changed. Like, he had to, she had to send in, like, a, the certificate, because there's, like, a whole process you do, like, a quote-unquote official, here I go with the air quotes again, somebody please stop <laughs> me, this is so embarrassing. Like, there's, a, there's an official way to do it through the Wait, company. there's a birth certificate like, yeah. is that what you're yeah. saying yeah and you can see them come out of their cabbage in the cabbage patch uh-huh. factory it's a whole thing yeah you don't know oh, this man come okay. on yeah well, <laughs> really no, idea the, by the way i knew about the cabbage <laughs> coming out of the cab like to be honest like i always thought cabbage patch kids were fucking hideous terrifying. yeah uh, <laughs> i i did i did lisa yeah when i first heard about them i was like wait these are like mutant vegetable babies that are like pod people and you think they're cute. <laughs> yeah. I made fun of my sisters mercilessly sometimes. <laughs> isn't the whole thing from like a German folk tale? Like, isn't that right? Like, uh, I, I, I don't know. In my, like, Oh, I don't know about back that. Brain, if so, like, like story about that. Well, pretty much all the German folk tales are like horrific child. Exactly. <laughs> no, I actually, there was a whole debate inside of like my family and our, very conservative christian community when i was a kid on whether cabbage patch dolls were of the devil or not so like Ooh. we finally landed on the side that my sisters could i wasn't allowed to have one but my sisters could have a cabbage patch doll but my our neighbors that's too new age man those babies coming from cabbages them and pokemon mm. bad, bad but you know what see funny. but isn't it that's an advantage though that they're not coming from sex and so you don't have to tell kids about Ooh. that See, oh yeah, that, babies come right. out of the ground. Imp- Hello. That's right. It's an improvement <laughs> on the stork myth. <laughs> that's so good. Yeah, and actually, I mean, that's a good time because I think Tim Scott actually looks kind of like a Cabbage Patch Kid. Actually, looking at <laughs> a little bit, a little right. bit. He has a very round <laughs> face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the last Halloweenish story, and I added to this, Matt. I don't know if you saw, but so Barbie, obviously. Hum- yeah. humongous movie so it's in the top 10 of costumes of this year of course. number and one and it was like yeah i'm like i would love to have done that but i i don't want to be the same as everyone else uh <laughs> but what's also really funny to me is that sag sent out an email to membership saying asking them t- asking members to not dress up as characters that uh, are from movies that were produced by struck companies. I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Like they're, they're in, in negotiations right now, currently Tuesday. And I'm like, this is not the thing that's going to get the studios. (laughs) That's going to do it. Rights against AI. What are you talking about, (laughs) man? It's embarrassing. Uh, And it's like, how are they, how, how would you ever enforce that on the members? Jesus. Come on now. <laughs> How are you regulating this? What and what it's fucking Halloween. Give me a break. What are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. I, I can see Barbie oh being a very popular dress up, but I think the worst people possible are going to be uh, dressing up as Ken. So that's <laughs> <good>. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I my 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 kids are going to be an alien and Pokemon. That's what my kids are going to be. So. My daughter's going to be Dolly Parton. So, oh cute, <laughs> very nice. If I can pull I'm... it together in time, I want to be Rod Stewart. I just like... love him. Oh, no. I just I like to dress in drag. I guess for Halloween, it's just so much more fun than doing like. I'm like I'm. I'll dress slutty three sixty four days of the year, and then Halloween. I'll do it. <laughs> 
<laughs> dress up as a dude. <laughs> <laughs> Give me okay. a slutty dude, Rod Stewart. If someone's a slutty he is dude, way it's, slutty. He's it's Rod Stewart. That's the thing. I'm like, I gotta have like a deep, 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 deep V-neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, down to your belly button. <laughs> Lose some hair. All right, Rod Stewart's pretty hairless. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. All right. Well, I yeah. This this has been fun. Well, so Lance, tell let let's tell people where they can keep up with what you're up to nowadays and uh, talk yeah. about the book just a little bit here. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, follow me on Twitter, or you can find my book at anywhere good books are sold. It is Youth Group Coming of Age in the Church of Christian Nationalism, and it's pretty much just about how I came of age in a church of Christian nationalism and a little bit about its history and how it came to be such a prominent force in American politics. Okay, awesome. That sounds fantastic. And then, <laughs> yeah, it is a good book. I actually have blurbed it for Lance, so I can, I can, I can verify it. <laughs> He's on the back. He's um, on the back cover. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, but yeah, and everybody, make sure to follow at Doom Scroll Show as well. And then yeah. I am at most places at Matt Sheffield. Yeah, and I'm most places at Olympia and Lisa Curry. Primarily Instagram, where I post show updates and stuff. So follow me there. Cool. All right. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye.